turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Have a healthy. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The White House and the president's election campaign are applauding the conclusion of the Russia investigation. After the special counsel found no evidence of collusion between Donald Trump and Russia, the Trump campaign sent out an email with the subject heading collusion hoax. And on Twitter, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said the president and his millions of supporters have been completely vindicated after two years of wild anti-Trump hysteria. Greg Clugston, Washington. And the White House says the president doesn't have a problem with making the entire Robert Mueller report public. But White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says that Attorney General William Barr will decide on how much of the report is to be released to the public. On Wall Street this morning, stocks are in the red. The Dow down about 82 points. The S&P 500 index off 10 points. This is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. From the Eagle Wellness Studios, I'm Lee Michaels here on Wellness 1570, shaping up to be a very nice spring week. Mid-40s today with some sunshine. Tomorrow should be sunshine, upper 40s. Get this, by the time we get to Wednesday, we'll be pushing near 60. Could crack it. Definitely will probably crack it on Thursday. So, uh, going to be uh, very nice. Enjoy it. Like It Matters Radio is next here on Wellness 1570. For 30 years, the healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? And what changes are needed? What does this mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Or can you change the system to keep your doctor in practice? These and a host of other questions will be addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, and his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Wellness 1570, Saturday afternoons at 2. Dr. Trobiani brings his 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry and offering solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Wellness 1570, and listen to Dr. Trobiani's insights into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. Saturdays at 2 on Wellness 1570. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers this is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute please visit us at oncallradio.com 
Sam from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania writes, Dr. Asa, recently my doctors diagnosed me with an enlarged prostate. What should I do? Well, an enlarged prostate, several things. First, you want to make sure you maintain healthy testosterone levels. That's the primary male hormone. There's a byproduct of testosterone called DHT or dihydrotestosterone. It's the culprit. It's the one that causes the prostate to become enlarged. So you want to make sure you continually eat an avocado every single day. An avocado a day keeps prostate issues away. contains a component in it called beta-cysterol, which protects the prostate every single time. Also, salt palmetto, pumpkin seed oil, and zinc. Zinc is the number one mineral that we as men need to protect our prostate and also to keep healthy testosterone levels. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about empathy. Matter of fact, today's topic is empathy. Get some. Because, you know, uh, let's be truthful. We're going to do a little truth therapy here. We're going to speak some uh, truth to power Because, boy, if you look around the world right now, if you look around America, if you watch the news, man, 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 we got a lot of people wrapped up in their own petty little worlds. A lot of people wrapped up in just getting their pound of flesh, keeping their record of wrong. Uh, And today, let's get honest. Let's get real. Because, you know, what's really lacking out there is empathy. You know, I'm in the leadership training field. You know, I've been doing intensive leadership training for over 25 years. If you go to likeitmatters.net, you can read about it. Two and a half days, I create an environment that allows people to truly change their lives. And over the last 25 years, I've had a chance to to walk intimately with, uh, I don't know, tens of thousands of people. I don't know what the number is. I throw numbers around. I don't know. I I've, I don't have a little chart where I mark these little ticks and and I have <laughs> this list of every single person I've ever interacted with in an intimate, detailed setting. But I'd say the number's got to be over 10,000. That's a pretty large set. If you ever study uh, uh, you know, statistics or this percentage of that happens or any kind of polling, you really need to have a large enough base to make sure uh, that you can see a pattern. You know, it requires a minimum of three to see a pattern. Two, you can't really justify a pattern, but when you have at least three or more, you can start looking for patterns. And one of the keys to life is to be able to identify the patterns around us because it truly is those patterns around us that get us what we're getting. And so, you know, the old saying is if you don't like to, I mean, uh, the old saying is the definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's just crazy as Einstein told us. But you know what? If you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. And what we're talking about is patterns. If you don't like what you're getting, change what you're doing. That's really what we're talking about. If you don't like what you're getting, then change what you're doing. And so, uh, you know, I I did a class not too long ago in Sacramento, California, Team 189, and a great group of people. Uh, and the other day I had uh, one of those people, Miss um, Ma, uh, who flew 17 hours from Shanghai, China uh, to be in our class. And uh, she's a 21-year-old woman from uh, 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 Shanghai. She's uh, fluent in English. She's getting her degree, I think, in German studies, studying the German language. Uh, and she was sent to me by a graduate who went through my training about eight years ago. And she joined us on the radio last week. And uh, if you get it, uh, uh, I think you go to the, the, the go to likeitmattersradio.com. And in there is there's a, 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 a the, the recording that I did the show with Miss Ma. And you just check it out. I did it on Thursday, uh, which was October, uh, I think it was the 4th. Thursday, October 4th. Check out the radio show with Miss Ma. 
And the reason I bring this up is uh, at the end of a training, we have uh, our graduates fill out something called Share Your Fire. And there's four questions. You know, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. Uh, second question is how will your experience at Leadership Awakening affect your life? Uh, third question is in a few words, why should someone attend Leadership Awakening? And the fourth question is what, what are you now excited or passionate about? <clears throat> and Miss Ma joined us and just she's a powerful young woman. But I want to read to you what she wrote under number one. Briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. And she says, lacking empathy. This shows greatly in my relationship with my parents, friends, and other people who care a lot about me. She says, quote, I don't feel how much faith they have in me. I don't feel how proud of me they are. And I don't know how much importance they lay on me. Without these understandings and empathy, my life started to fall apart. Then I have no self-worth, no motivation, and show the worst attitude to some of those I love. And it kind of flows into the next question. She says, how will your experience at Leadership Awakening affect your life? She says, I feel lucky about myself. Uh, I'll become a more responsible person by building my empathy for others and also the beliefs in myself, knowing that the people you love expect from you and what I'm worth of doing will lead me to higher standards and goals of myself and better life of me and the people I love. And that's what brought me to today's topic. Because this woman uh, from China who speaks uh, English very well is better than many Americans I know. And so not all the time were all my words going through. And as I read her word, word for word, uh, you see it's a little uh, little broken English, but did better than most Americans can do. But she kept going to that word empathy, which was interesting because I spent the two and a half days with this woman and, man, it was huge. She trusted me. Uh, she did uh, whatever I asked her to do. And it's funny because at the very end of our training, uh, <clears throat> we use a song, America the Beautiful, as a vehicle. Uh, you know, sometimes when they want to get a payload into outer space, what they'll do is they'll strap this payload to these huge, massive rockets. And these rockets cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And the sole purpose for those rockets are to get this, quote, payload into outer space. And so in America, we use uh, America the Beautiful, Oh Beautiful, you know, our, our national anthem, we use that song. Uh, when I do the training in Mexico, I've done a dozen or so classes in Mexico in the Maquilas. Uh, we do Solito Lindo. Uh, I've done a few classes in Canada. And when we're in Canada, we do their national anthem, Oh Canada. But when in America, we do what we do in America, and that is America the Beautiful. And so uh, we're practicing this song, America the Beautiful, so that people don't have to think about the words so they can use it as the, as the rocket, if you will to get rid of stuff that holds them back, to get rid of stuff from their past that's not serving them well. And so about halfway through the training, after practicing America the Beautiful twice, uh, she asked me, she goes, uh, um, I, I, I don't think I can do this song. She goes, I think it, it'll be blasphemous uh, you know, to my country. Uh, it'll be insulting to, to my father. And so I had to have some empathy and understand what she was saying. I didn't like it. Uh, I, I didn't want to adjust what I was doing. Uh, but as I thought about what she said, and she's an honorable woman, and she trusted me, the whole, everything I asked her to do, she did. I processed that. I stepped into her experience. And then I said, you know, I get that. And so I allowed her to do a different song. At first, we were going to just have her kind of grunt the, the, the pattern of the song. And even though she doesn't say the words, she could kind of just do gibberish to the pattern of the song. And so we were going to do that, but uh, near the end of the training, you know, I could see that that wasn't working. <clears throat> and she goes, um, can I do my own country song? And I said, uh, yeah, why not? I said, whatever you do, though, give it all you got 100% because you still have to give it your all because we teach a new level of 100% in our training. And so we go to the very last process we do, and she did this song, and it's all wonderful. We're at the end of class, and I got guests there, and I'm getting ready to wrap everything up, and I introduced Ms. Ma as joining us from China. And I said, well, 
And she did her own song because she did it in, in, in Chinese, so no one understood it. And so as we're in front of all these people, I said, so, uh, Miss Mom, by the way, was that like your national anthem? I'm getting all emotional, sentimental, and thinking, uh, you know, that's how, how, how special. And she goes, oh, no. Well, it's not our national anthem. And she said, that's about when we fought the Japanese. Uh, and they attacked us. And, and she went on to say, and she's like, and we slaughtered them all, and we killed them all, and we did all this and all that. And the reason I bring that up is I go from this emotional moment to where she's sharing uh, this battle hymn, if you will, this war song uh, when they, they defeated the Japanese. And I just laughed. And the reason I bring that up is because we got to be willing to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins to understand their life, to understand their struggles. And that today is what we're discussing. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. It is so exciting to think that the Lord loves us in such a way that He sent His Son to provide the way for us to be directed perfectly, gently, and effectively. C.S. Lewis bluntly stated this fact, Aim at heaven, and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and you will get neither. None of us can serve two masters. We try, but we cannot do it. As the hymn says, Keep your eyes upon Jesus and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim. I pray that we can be used by each other to exhort and edify the church and grow the real kingdom. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis. March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about empathy, and I'm encouraging you to get some. I'm encouraging you to get some. You know, today is actually my birthday, October 8th, 1965. I was born, I was brought into this world. And so, boy, if you were going to ask me what I would want uh, in my life for my birthday, it would be some empathy, some understanding, the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And that's what we're talking about today, empathy. Get some. Because, boy, ladies and gentlemen, let's just be honest, man. If you look around the world, it is getting ugly. And you don't have to look around the world. Just look around America. I mean, look at this whole Kavanaugh hearing, Judge uh, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. 
You know, you got people so wrapped up into their own bitterness, their own hatred. Uh, and I understand there's a lot of people out there that have been hurt. Uh, I have a saying that hurting people hurt people. Uh, we live in a sexually pr- promiscuous world, uh, country, uh, where everything's pushed off as okay, where don't get in my bedroom, tell me what to do. Uh, you're, we don't want to be closed-minded. We want everybody to be able to do whatever they want. And because of the promiscuity uh, in, in our society and because of the anger and because of the, the family breaking apart, uh, there's a lot of sexual stuff going on out there. It's been going on out there for a long time. And in the process, people wind up getting hurt. And some people take advantage of people. There's rape. There's molestation. There's abuse. Uh, there's a lot of hurt out there. And so, man, this this Kavanaugh hearing is just ripping my soul out because there's no empathy. There's no understanding. Uh, there's no one willing to walk in another person's shoes. Uh, there are many times I feel guilty being a man, ladies and gentlemen. i got to be honest with you. Because... Uh, man, what what some men do out there is just pathetic. But also what some women do, what some kids do, what some white people do, what some black people do. That's one thing I say over and over and over. We're so wrapped up in the differences. We live in a world that's so focused on the differences. But I got to tell you, um, there are far more similarities than there are differences. You know, we are living, breathing human beings. We all have dreams and desires. We all want to love and be loved. We all have trauma and drama. Uh, We all want to know that we're special, that we matter. And see, we get so wrapped up in our own little world that we forget to have that empathy. And empathy is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And today, I'm just not going to talk about it. I'm actually going to give you a couple tools, a couple things. One, the perceptual positions really help a lot with um, empathy. Uh, a saying I have that I, I truly do my best to live my life by. I'm going to share that with you. And then there's something that we call the, the three F's of conflict resolution. But today's going to be a little different because I just want to talk to you. <clears throat> you know, it is my birthday, and so I'm the birthday boy. And so I can basically do whatever I want to do. It's my radio show anyways. But uh, I appreciate your guys' input. And, and today I really want to hit this thing called empathy. And in the first segment... I read uh, from uh, Miss Ma, who's our, uh, she came from China. She went through our leadership training at likeitmatters.net. She flew 17 hours from China uh, to be here with us, a 21-year-old woman, and just was one of the leaders in my class. And, and she talked about how her biggest awareness was how she lacked empathy. And she spoke about how it showed up greatly in her relationships, not only with her parents, but her friends and with other people who care a lot about her. See, she was out there and she used to talk about living a crazy life. She was always, she said that so many times, I'm crazy. What she was saying was that she just wanted to go out there and live life. Uh, boy, she had an American spirit in her. She didn't want to be told what to do. She wanted to live out there vicariously, uh, um, dangerously, uh, enjoying all that life had to offer, enjoying whatever relationship she wanted to, wanted to party, wanted to, to do whatever that thing was, whether it was drug or promiscuity or sexual adventure or all that. She wanted to, to taste it all. And what she got out of so much out of the training, and, and a lot more, but the big thing was empathy, where she realized that uh, she would put herself in harm's way and not care about it. But she was causing a lot of trauma in other people's lives, whether that be her boyfriend, whether that be her mom and dad who wondered where their uh, daughter was. And she travels the world. She was in America. She's uh, studying in, in Germany. And boy, um, she, that was huge for her. She talked about that empathy. And I want to talk about empathy today because what's lacking today is empathy. Uh, no one's willing to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. I mean, I was uh, reading the news uh, and saw this gunman accused of killing one officer, wounding six others, identified as a 74-year-old disbarred lawyer. This happened in South Carolina. Police have identified the suspected gunman who's accused of killing one police officer and injuring six others in a shooting in Florence, South Carolina, Wednesday. The suspected shooter was identified as Frederick Hopkins, a 74-year-old disbarred lawyer who has been charged with several offenses since 2014. Hopkins uh, goes through all the stuff he was charged with. I don't care about that. It does say uh, Hopkins was a Vietnam veteran and an avid amateur marksman, according to AP. 
Hopkins lost his law license over $18,000 and wrongfully billed attorney's fees. A state, uh, and then goes through different stuff. A shooting in Florence ended in a two and a half hour standoff in a neighborhood where the shooter took children hostage inside a house. None of the children were reported to have been injured. It's just really sad. Hurting people, hurting people. You see it all over if you just care to look. Hurting people, hurting people. And that's what the whole Kavanaugh thing is about. You got a lot of people out there that have been hurt, that have been uh, put themselves in positions where they were sexually molested, sexually abused. Uh, maybe they were just in a position they had nothing to do with it. But you got people out there drinking in a very sexual environment out there all over the world, especially in America. Uh, and boy, we're instigating things and we're causing things and feelings. Uh, and then somebody says no, and somebody's got too geared up to stop. And a lot of bad stuff happening out there. And because of that, there's a lot of people wanting to attack this Kavanaugh, whether he did what they say he did 36 years or no or go or not. Only two people know. And that was him and Miss Ford. But, you know, I saw that thing with Jeff Flake. <clears throat> Jeff Flake was getting the elevator and two girls came up to him and really berated him, made him look at them. Look at me when I talk to you. I mean, I just couldn't believe that. And he was just frozen. And it tells me a lot about Jeff Flake, whether uh, I don't know if that's empathy, but it seemed like a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of stuff from his past. Uh, undoubtedly, he he uh, froze. And those women, man, my heart went out to those two young ladies uh, about their sexual assault, whatever happened. But they, the empathy that they wanted from other people, they refused to give to somebody else. Just because they were sexually assaulted doesn't mean every man does that. Doesn't mean that this man that's been accused to do it doesn't. I feel bad for those young ladies. I feel bad for anybody that happens to. I don't care what your sex is. A lot of men get raped now. Check out Google military rapes. A lot of men on men rapes going on in the military now. But you know what? That same empathy that those two young ladies demanded, demanded of Senator Flake, they refused to give it to anybody else. Can you walk a mile in someone else's moccasins? Can you understand what it's like to to live a life, a good life. Maybe it's only been 36 years. Maybe he did some bad stuff. But then to have your entire life destroyed based on an accusation that can't be proved, that wasn't brought up for 30-some years. Do you have empathy, people? Or are you so wrapped up in your own petty little experience that you can't understand what another person's going through? One of my favorite sayings is if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better. Doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. And see, I love that saying because that saying requires that you get out of your own map of reality and step into another person's map of reality. And I think today that's what we're lacking. We're lacking empathy. And see, empathy leads to understanding. But you know where else we're lacking? We're lacking grace. We're lacking mercy. We're lacking forgiveness. And the reason we're lacking it is because we're wrapped up in our own petty little experience. See, there are three perceptual positions in life. There are only three ways to see any situation. Number one, first position is you see it from your own perspective. Second position is you see it from somebody else's perspective. And third position is you see it from an overview. And we got to move between these three positions. See, by default, we're automatically in first position. We see things from our own map of reality. The second position is so critical because second position is the ability to get outside of our own map of reality and step into someone else's experience. It's not to imagine what they're going through. It's not to sit in your own ego and think you know what they're going through. But it's actually metaphorically to get up and outside of your own skin, your own body, and move over and actually occupy the position of another person, to actually become that person, to feel their pain, to to feel their struggle, to see it in the first person point of view as if you were them. And when you do that, everything shifts, everything changes. That's why it's called empathy. 
And then the third position is overview. It's kind of like watching it, what took place on a videotape. Rewinding an experience and then looking at it from an overview. Not from first position, not from the other person's perspective, but from an outside perspective. And these three perceptual positions are truly the key to making a leader fully understand what's going on around them. Each one of these positions gives us more data. And the more data you have, the data you have, the more understanding you have. And if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we want to talk about this thing called empathy and show you how to have some by understanding the three perceptual positions and also understanding the three F's of conflict resolution. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, and I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Mary, the child you bear will become the greatest of men. From the network that brought you the Bible. There has been talk about Jesus. They say he's healing the sick. Comes the life of Jesus Christ. It's preaching is what concerns me. He's helping people. From those who knew him best. We are his followers. We've seen him do wondrous things. I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus, his life. Tonight at 8 on History. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, If you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your birthday boy. I am your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, even though it's my birthday, I got a gift for you. A gift that will keep on giving. A gift that will make you the life of any party. A gift that will make you a better leader. A gift that will make you a better spouse, a better parent, a better human being. And God knows that we need better human beings in this country, in this world, because things are getting ugly. Hurting people, hurting people. So many people wrapped up in their own petty little experience of life. The number one most common picture taken a day is called a what? Selfie. It's a selfie. 
Matter of fact, so many, I, I don't know, hundreds of people die every year working to get that perfect picture of themselves. You know, one of the, the pox on our, our, our country today, on the world day, is Twitter. I don't do Twitter. Don't do it. Why? Because the whole concept of Twitter offends me. And you know what the concept of Twitter is? Is that my opinion, everybody needs to know how I feel. Everybody needs to know how I feel about everything. Anything that goes on in the world, you need to know how I feel. And boy, a lot of people, Twitter is just a way to abuse people, uh, to malign people, to attack people. And I don't care if you're president of the United States. Again, I, I you know, I, I'm not a, uh, uh, I, I'm not, uh, how would I say this? I'm not an apologist for uh, Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump is not my savior. Uh, absolutely voted for him. I'm one of those uneducated white people. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm one of those people that believe that uh, he is the right man for the job. Uh, I know that offends some of you, but what, can't we disagree? When did we come to a world where everybody had to think alike? Where if you and I disagree about something, you hate me, you're going to destroy me, you're going to kill me. But see, that's where we got to get off of this. And that's what today's show is about empathy. I can understand how someone can hate Donald Trump. I can understand how someone could be offended every time he opens his mouth. Boy, I'm not going to defend him. I'm not a defender of Donald Trump. I'm not a defender of you either. I'm not a defender of anybody except my wife, my God, my kids, my friends. But outside of that, we can disagree. We can have different opinions without making you a monster and me a God. And we got to get off this all or nothing. We got to get off this hatred and bitterness. 87% of diseases are psychosomatic. 60 million Americans are struggling with depression. And a majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. We have famous people of all the money in the world, all the wealth in the world, all the fame in the world, taking their lives. Whether you're talking about whether it's Anthony Bourdain or Bourdain, whether you're talking about Kate, you know, you know, the famous designer, I mean, people taking their lives at record numbers, people that have everything. The typical America is on two to five drugs each day. Mood stabilizers. We need a pill to to get us up in the morning. We need a pill to make us go to sleep at night. We need a pill to focus ourselves. We need a pill to let loose. Why? Because hurting people hurt people because people are so wrapped up in their petty little experience. Rule number one about being a leader is it's not about you. Get off yourself. And so before the break, I was talking about the three perceptual positions. That there's really only three ways to see any situation. Keep it simple, soldier. First position is from self. We see things from our own eyes. That is our natural mechanism. That is our default state. But we can't stay there. We've got a world stuck in first position. It's ego. It's my way or the highway. I'm wrong. I'm right. And you're wrong. But there's another way to look at things. It's called second position. And that's called other. That's the ability to get outside of your own rigid way of thinking. Get outside of your own map of reality. And step into another person's map of reality. Step into their belief system. To understand And the only way you can truly understand another person is to get outside of your own experience and to step into theirs. I used to say many times, I can understand how a a young black person or a young Hispanic person or a young person, period, could be white, that is stuck in the ghetto, stuck in the inner city. They have no hope that by the time they're 18 years old, they're most likely to be dead or in prison, more likely than those two, than to, to be living a life that is honorable. And I can understand how that person in that situation could kill someone for five bucks. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's proper. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying they shouldn't be prosecuted. What I'm saying is when I step into those shoes, when I get off my own experience and step into that experience and see helpless and hopeless, and see that I'm not going to go anywhere except death or prison, I can see how in that situation, with that being my belief system, with that being my reality of the life I live, the world I live in, I could absolutely see how I would not give it second thought to take someone's life for five bucks, to take someone's life for something I want in that moment, since there is no hope of a better tomorrow.
That's what empathy is. Empathy is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. I asked a good Christian friend of mine, I said, listen, if your family's life was on the line and you could not take care of them, would you steal to provide for them? And he was, you know, he's a holy now good guy. I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but oh, absolutely not. And then he thought about it for a while. Absolutely not. I would not. I would trust in my God. I would honor my God. Uh, God would provide. And I, if, and I said, good for you. But, you know, I would. I'm not proud of it. I'm not saying it's right. But I've thought about it. If I could not provide for my kids, if I could not feed my wife, if I could not do that, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's illegal. I would absolutely, most likely, steal to provide for them. See, I I, got to come to that realization. Should I know? Would it be better to trust in God and not do it? Yeah, and I'd like to believe I would do that way. But again, this is where they build a walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And that's where the saying comes from. If I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. And that's why we got to understand second position is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins, to truly take a look at someone else's experience. But in order to do that, you got to get off your ego. You got to get out of your own limited way of thinking and actually step into someone else's experience. See, you can't stay there because if you stay stuck in second position, you're a sucker. Everybody else is right and you're wrong. You see a lot of, a lot of people, liberals out there. A lot of people, rich, wealthy people, a lot of white liberals out there that because of their own guilt, because of their own shame, because of their own transgressions from the past, now they overcompensate and now they become a sucker. They're walked over because they are racist. They have treated people poorly because of the color of their skin. They have looked down upon people who have. I've never done that. And so I have a hard time seeing people uh, act like that. I don't feel guilty about being white. I've never treated anybody poorly because of the color of the skin. I've treated people poorly, don't get me wrong, because of my own flaws, because of my own anger, because of my own frustration, because of how that person showed up, because of the content of their character. But I've never treated them poorly just because of the color of their skin. But if someone has never experienced that, they have done things. I mean, think about it. Those that steal from people worry about people stealing from them. Those that lie to people worry about people lying to them. Those people who cheat on their spouses wonder if their spouses cheat on them. It's your focus. It's your mindset. And so many people are so wrapped up in their petty little experience, their own mindset, that they have a hard time stepping into someone else's experience. And so I'm going to tell you right now, what we need in this country is empathy. Because if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. And one thing I teach, because I've learned it over the years, is rapport. How to match a model, how to pace and lead. And the key with rapport, to truly build a trusting uh, relationship, to truly establish some trust to where you can sell someone, you can lead someone, you can help someone go over some tough situations, is to get out of your own map of reality and to get into another person's map of reality. To get out of your own way of seeing things and to step into another person's reality. See, you gotta have this understanding. And understanding is different from wisdom. Charles Fillmore defines wisdom as intuitive knowing, spiritual intuition. And understanding is the ability of the mind to apprehend and realize the laws of thought and the relation of ideas to one another. To put it more simply, wisdom knows, understanding knows why. When your understanding is developed in both head and feet, not only will you have the light in mind, but you also have the ability to apply it to your world. And this occurs through a process shared by Solomon in the book of Proverbs of imparting knowledge, revealing application, which is wisdom, and impacting the heart, which is understanding. Understanding answers the question, what does this mean to me? And the very best way to cause understanding, one that's even better than an illustration or story, is by getting a listener to actually test, to apply, and do what you're preaching to them. I mean, look, that's why I talk about Jesus all the time. Whether you believe in Jesus as the Son of God or not, he was a great teacher. Jesus sent out his disciples and told them out to go and do the same. Jesus said, I am the way. In other words, I am the example. Because he wants us to do things that he did. 
The very definition of the Greek word for used for understanding in the parable of the sower means the coming together of the perception with the thing being perceived. In other words, it's where theory meets practice. When that happens, you got it. And so what we need is some understanding. What we need is some grace. Now, grace is the free and unmerited favor, usually from God. It's getting something you don't deserve. We need some mercy. You know, mercy is compassion. It's forgiveness. It's shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. Mercy is about not getting what you deserve. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about empathy. Get some. Because as you get empathy, you also get understanding. And if you get understanding, you can also then freely give mercy, grace, and forgiveness. If we're truly going to live our lives like they truly matter, we must get some of these things. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And if you miss any of today's show, you're going to want to hear it again. Very deep, very reflective, introspective. Uh, all you got to do is go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this message again and many archived messages. And whether you are in uh, Texas or in Oklahoma, whether you're in uh, America or in Brazil, you can listen to our radio program on iHeartRadio. All you got to do is go to your app on your phone or on your computer, iHeartRadio, and then every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 
you can listen to this radio show. All you got to do is query Wellness Radio, Wellness Radio. As a matter of fact, if you go to your Alexa and say, Alexa, play iHeartRadio Wellness Radio, it'll say, playing Wellness Radio 1570. That's our connection to the Minneapolis-St. Paul radio station, a Wellness Radio 1570. TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com is how you can live stream with them. So you can listen to us whenever you want. Highly recommend. And if you truly want to live your life like it matters, if you truly want to be part of the solution instead of part of the problem, if you truly want to live what I talk about on this radio show, go to LikeItMatters.net. Get in a two and a half day class with me. Let me teach you at the cellular level. My gift is sharing information. I help people learn. And you know, as I've interacted with tens of thousands of people around the world, I realize that people are different. People are different. Matter of fact, from the book, A List to Live By for Everything That Really Matters. I can't remember who wrote the book, but it's a good book. Oh, uh, I think it's Steve Stevens. Uh, it's called List to Live By for Everything That Really Matters. And he says, uh, basically, he has 10 different ways that, pe- uh, 10 ways that people are different. He says uh, they're extrovert or introvert. Extroverts love crowds, while introverts would rather spend time in solitude or with a close friend. Extroverts are energized by people, and introverts are recharged by time alone. Then he says there's a leaper or a looker. Leapers take risk. When they see an opportunity, they want to jump on it before it's too late. Lookers are more cautious. They like to carefully check out all the options before making a decision. He says there's an outliner or a detailer. Outliners have a general focus and look at the big picture. They think in terms of direction and getting things done, whereas detailers look at the nuts and bolts. Their concern is how to get things done. Then you have the spender or the saver. If spenders have extra money, they want to spend on themselves, on others, on worthy cause, on anything. If savers have extra money, they want to put away for a rainy day. Planner or fixer or flexer. Planners love structure with everything organized and neatly packaged. They like schedules and deadlines. Flexors bend with the flow of life and take things as they come. They tend to be spontaneous and laid back. Loose ends don't bother them because they believe everything will work out. He says there's scurrier or ambler. Scurriers are always busy. Speed and efficiency are their watchwords. Accomplish as much as you can, as fast as you can. But amblers take their time and set their own pace. They might not do as much, but they enjoy what they do. He says thinker or feeler. Thinkers focus on facts and principles. They base decisions on objective data and tend to be task-oriented, where feelers focus on people and emotions. They base decisions on subjective data and tend to be relationship-oriented. There's the dreamer or the worker. Dreamers are creative people who love to come up with ideas. They are optimistic and oriented toward the future. Workers are practical. They like to take other people's ideas and make them happy. They tend to be realistic and focus on the present. Collector or tosser. Collectors gather things. They hate to throw away anything because they might need it sometime. Tossers get rid of things. They hate clutter and insist that if you haven't used something lately, you probably never will. And then he says there's the juggler or the holder. Jugglers are multi-channeled and can deal with many things simultaneously, where holders are single-channeled and can only deal with one, maybe two things at a time, or they become overwhelmed or stressed. And see, you got to understand that we are different and we got to embrace those differences. We got to embrace the differences. And that's why you got to realize not everybody's like you. But we need to understand, have empathy because we want forgiveness. We should give forgiveness. Because we want mercy, we should give mercy. Because we want forgiveness, we give forgiveness. That is what the whole golden rule is about. You know, this, the golden rule, you know, is the name given to a principle that Jesus taught in his Sermon on the Mount. And I love this because people say, well, the golden rule is not in the Bible. Well, yeah, the actual words golden rule are not found in Scripture. And by the way, neither is, quote, the Sermon on the Mount found in Scripture, the words. But these titles were added later by Bible translation teams in order to make it, the Bible a little easier to understand. And by the way, the phrase golden rule began to be ascribed to this Jesus teaching right about the 16th and 17th centuries. Whatever you wish that others would do to you, 
do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Jesus brilliantly condensed the entire Old Testament into the single principle. And by the way, it comes from Leviticus 19.18. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself, for I am the Lord. Again, notice the implication that people are naturally lovers of self, and the command uses that human flaw as a place to start in how to treat others. That's so powerful, so masterful. People universally demand respect, love, and appreciation, whether they deserve it or not. And Jesus understood that because, again, you got to understand people. We're all in the people business. If you're in the computer business, you know computers. If you're in the car business, you know cars. But we're all in the people business. Do you want to be shown respect? Then respect others. Do you crave a kind word? Then speak words of kindness to others. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And the golden rule is also part of the second greatest commandment, preceded only by the command to love God himself. And if you're interested, check that out, Matthew 22, 37 through 39. And what is interesting to note about the golden rule is that no other religious or philosophical system has its equal. See, the golden rule is not the ethic of reciprocity so commonly espoused by non-Christian moralists. Frequently, liberal critics and secular humanists attempt to explain the way, uh, away the uniqueness of the golden rule, saying it's common, common, uh, common ethic. <clears throat> Sorry about my throat. So let me give you some examples. Confucianism says this, do not do to others what you do not want them to do to you. That's out of Analex 15.23. Hinduism, this is the sum of duty. Do not do to others what would cause pain if done to you. How about Buddhism? Hurt not others in ways that you yourself would find hurtful. But all those are negative. See, these sayings are similar to the golden rule, but are stated negatively and rely on passivity. So Jesus' golden rule is a positive command to show love proactively, and that's what we all need to do. The Eastern religions say refrain from doing, but Jesus said do. The Eastern religions say it is enough to hold your negative behavior in check, but Jesus tells us to look for ways to act positively. Because of the inverted nature of the non-Christian sayings, they have been described as, quote, the silver rule. And some have accused Jesus of borrowing the idea of the golden rule from Eastern religions. However, if you know timing, the texts for Confucianism, Hinduism, Buddhism that I, I reference above were all between about 500 and 400 B.C. But the golden rule from Leviticus was written about 1450 B.C. So the source is about 1,000 years. So who borrowed from whom? But you got to get this. The command to love is what separates them. The command to love. Love is a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For you so love your family, you do something about it. For you so love your wife, you do something about it. You got to get this. The golden rule is whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. That's the key. And the only way you can do that is get out of first position. Get off yourself. We need to start having empathy. We need to understand the three F's of conflict resolution. I understand how you feel. I felt this way. And what I found. That's how you build a relationship with somebody. That's how you move through conflict resolution. You get out of your own map of reality. You step into someone else's shoes. You put on their experience. You put on their struggles. And you ask yourself, if I was in that situation, if I was them, how would I want to be treated? It's not easy. If you're looking for easy, go to Staples. It's a button that you can buy there. It'll cost you about 10 bucks with tax and everything. It's made in China with lead paint, I've been told. You don't want easy, leader. You want go. The go button's what a leader has. And I'm asking you to avail and commit to be the leader that you want other people to be. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audit or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities.